This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, Salaam, Shalom, Namaste, Satyakal, Aloha, Hola, Ciao, and Bonjour. I'm so happy to be with you again today. And guess what? We have a huge treat because with me today, I have Ahmed, who is a business coach. And we are actually going to be talking about lots of very interesting things that will help make marketing more fun and easy for you and help make business more fun and easy for you. So I'm extra, extra excited. And Omid, I will ask you to just jump right in and tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep the about me section short because I'm pretty sure nobody really cares about that part. Um, so yeah, um, been, in the, been in the business for the past five, six, seven years-ish. Um, been helping coaches get to, initially the goal was to get them to 10K a month mark. Right now we're getting them to 100K a month mark. So that's a, that's a big difference. Um, and yeah, just here to kind of serve, help as much as I possibly can. Hopefully the sessions will be useful for whoever is listening. I'm sure it will be very, very helpful and very, very useful. And I know that one of the things that you love to do is just jump in and begin to teach about what you have to share, because that's how you give value to people. So please tell us, what would you love to teach us today? Right. Yeah. Um, so I was actually thinking like, out of so many different things that you can do inside your coaching business, what's the most useful thing that you can? Just one thing. Like if you just, you know, take this one approach, it would probably do a lot of good for your coaching business. Um, and as we were talking before, I think last time we, we were, uh, when we went, um, systems yeah. are on the way to go. You know, um, a, lot of, um, a lot of times, as coaches, we get started. And all we really need to get started is internet and your mobile phone and, you know, two thumbs to type and you're good to go. You can, you can be a coach. But in reality is that as you're getting one, two, three clients, um, it's just unique systems. Mm-hmm. If you don't have systems, everything is relying on you. Um, and us human beings, I, am, I don't know who said this first. I've heard it multiple times from a couple of different parents, but I don't know who's the original, uh, you know, person that came up with this. It's not me. Um, but they said that uh, where humans fail, systems thrive, which means, you know, us humans, sometimes we get lazy, sometimes we don't do things because we don't feel like it, things that need to happen inside the business for the business to grow, but, you know, we're humans, we make mistakes. Um, if you don't have systems to back you up, if you don't have systems to kind of help you where you kind of your shortfalls are, uh, well, then you're, tra- you're in trouble. It's as simple as that. Um, so yeah, that's having systems, that's, I think great. if you dive deeper into that, might be useful. Awesome. I love that. I personally love systems myself. And actually, you know, a, another way that I think about systems as a happiness expert is habits. Like what habits do we have? Because mm-hmm. when it comes to taking control of your happiness, you need to have happiness promoting habits. And actually 
we teach in my, all my courses and all my classes, workshops, the importance of developing habits, which are essentially systems for how you get to create and maintain your happiness every day. So I love, love the idea of taking a systematic approach. Yeah, perfect. Um, I don't know what it is about my brain, but my brain only thrives on systems. Um, so anything that I have to do twice, I'll build a system around it. And to be honest, ever since I've done it, it just makes everything easier because I don't have to worry about all the small things that need to happen inside my business. Everything is pretty much automated. Um, so yeah, if you don't mind, I would love to jump in because you know, knowing why systems are important, that's cool. But knowing what kind of systems specifically you need, um, I think that would be even cooler. So if you don't mind, um, I'm happy to share my screen and show you the four different systems that I have to add. And then hopefully that, that would be useful. Sounds good. Yeah, please go ahead. Alrighty. So um, for the systems, we have this thing called the million dollar quadrant. Um, pretty much in my coaching business, uh, in my client's coaching business, I'm guessing in yours as well. Um, the three things that we want more of. The first one is you know, more income. We want the income on a monthly basis to go up because the more income you're making, that's the indication of how much impact you make, you know, how many clients you're having, how much how much reach you're having. It's not always about the money. It's also about the results that you get for the people, which actually leads to the second thing, which is, you know, impact. Every single month, we want our clients to win even more. Every single month, we want our clients to have, you know, more life-changing events for them. So having bigger impact. Um, and of course, last but not least, is the freedom. Um, now, that's not a circle with an L inside, standing for loser. You know, I don't know why people think that. I know I'm not good at drawing, but I mean, it's obvious. It's a clock. It stands for your freedom. You know, you're having a choice over, you know, when you're working, when you're not working, having the ability to step away from your business for a week or two or for a month without the business crashing. So if every single month your income, impact, and freedom goes up just a tiny bit, um, over a long period of time, you're going to be extremely happy. Um, now, to make that happen, there's really four core areas that you got to focus on. First one is attract. That's your ability to, you know, have a consistent flow of leads coming in um, and, you know, have them kind of warmed up to what you do, what kind of problems you solve, and, you know, see you as authority. Once you have the leads coming in, then we've got the convert. We've got to turn those leads into paying clients. And once they become a paying clients, we have to deliver. That's where you actually deliver services to the clients and you help them get the results that you promised them. And then finally, we have the scale right at the bottom. Scale is pretty much, okay, how do you go from one, two, three clients to 10, 20, 30 clients, and then eventually to 100, 200, 300 clients without you or the business breaking down? So how do you, you know, take what you have and scale it up? If you focus on those core areas, um, your business is fully built. Now, every single one of those core areas, attract, convert, deliver, and scale, um, has got two accelerators on the, on the outside. That's got two things that you gotta focus on. If you just manage those two accelerators, that core area is fully done. Um, let's focus on attract for, for a tiny second. I think this one is the one that most people would be kind of interested in, lead generation. Um, simple for this one, all you gotta do is you gotta fill the funnel and demonstrate authority. Fill the funnel, what it really looks like is something like this, where, you know, for you to get consistent clients coming in, there's really two things you got to do to fill the funnel. First one is getting the right attention coming in. 
So it's the idea clients, potential clients coming to you, asking for your help, paying attention to all of the content. And then on the other side, you've got to have a system that turns the attention into happy paying clients. So if you notice, there is really two sides to the story. The one side is getting attention. Another side is having the system turn the attention into paying clients. If you have that set up for your lead generation, you can fill, fill up your funnel as much as you will buy. You're fully in control of that. Um, now, when it comes to the attention, sometimes the quality of the attention you're getting is a problem. Sometimes the volume of the attention you're getting is a problem. Sometimes the quality is there, you get amazing you know, leads, but it's just not enough of them. Um, regardless of what the problem is, there are different solutions you can have to solve those. But as long as you know that you got to get the attention and have a system, the most important part is the system. The attention is probably the easiest part that most people have taken care of. You know, you produce content online, you get comments, you get likes, you get views. Those are attention. You know, people are commenting saying, oh my God, love your content, or even sending you a message saying, I love your content. That's getting attention. Then you've got to have a system that turns all of those compliments and likes and engagements into paying clients. Because if you don't, you can take those likes and comments into bank. Uh, apparently, they don't accept it. I've tried a few times. Um, they just, I don't know what it is. They just don't accept that. Um, so that's for the field section, uh, field funnel section. The other thing that you must also do when you're attracting your, your clients is demonstrate authority. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. For most coaches that really know what they're talking about and they can get results for the clients, if the lead jumps on a five or 10 minute call with them, they would immediately see that, hey, this guy or gal knows exactly what they're talking about. They have the authority. They can definitely help them. So that's, that's not a problem. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, the question is, how can you get your leads get to that level of kind of um, authority based on your personality, based on your expertise, way before they jump on a call with you? So how can we get them to realize what your authority is in an automatic way, in a way that doesn't involve you working 24 seven, and in a way that works with every single person that comes across your world, you know, the, the work that you're doing. So as long as you can fill up your funnel, get the attention, turn the attention into paying clients, and in the process, demonstrate your authority before they jump on the call with you, uh, then generating leads and having demand, you know, 24 seven is not going to be your problem. So that's what you got to do in the attract section. Now let's go to the converse section. Once you're getting leads coming in, um, one thing that I've seen with a lot of coaches, especially the beginner ones, um, that's, you know, and anywhere between zero up until like 10K a month. Um, I've, I've seen the, them kind of jumping on a, on a phone call straight away. So they get a lead, they try to jump on a call with them. And you can do that. That's not a problem. Obviously it works. Um, but at certain points, you realize that not every person that jumps on a call with you is an actual client, you know? Sometimes they don't have the money to pay you. Sometimes they don't even have the problem you can solve. Sometimes they're just looking for free coaching. They're not even looking for, for a mentor or somebody to help them. Um, and sometimes they just, you know, they don't, even though they, they fit the criteria, they have the money, they, they want your help. Um, they, they have the problems, all of those things. It's just not the type of person that you want to be involved with anyway. It's just not the type of person that you want to, you want to work with. Um, that, you know, that kind of equals a lot of time wasted with the wrong people. And that's okay if that was the only downside of it, but you gotta realize every minute that you spend with the wrong person is a minute away from a right person. So you kind of dabble losing in there instead of just, you know, wasting the time. Um, so the first thing that we kind of install in our business and all five clients is the audition piece. Audition piece is designed to do really two specific things. Number one, 
Um, out of all the leads that you're going to get in, because remember, we've done a ridiculously good job on that track. Now you have a lot of leads coming in, a huge load of you know, leads coming, knocking on your door. Now we want to audition them and see who's the right fit and who's not without spending too much time with every single person. So the audition piece is not supposed to add more time to your workload. It's actually supposed to reduce your time um, compared to how much time you're spending on, on you know, phone calls. So audition piece, the first thing it's supposed to do is give you the ability to see who's a now buyer, who's a future buyer, and who's, hey, I'll never buy from you type of person. The ones that I'll never buy from you type of person or the ones that you don't really like, well, they don't get to jump on a call with you. You don't waste your time with them. But the other people that you know potentially would work with you, they're either now buyers or the future buyers. The now buyers, well, you jump on a call with them right away. And the future buyers, well, you keep nurturing them until they turn into now buyers as well. It's like strawberries, you know, when you go to one of those strawberry farms um, and you're walking down the aisle, you see some strawberries are red, they're ready to kind of be picked and you can eat them. But a lot of them are also green. It's not, you know, or maybe half red, half green. It's not ready yet. Um, so that's what you're going to get as you lead. Some people are fully red. They're ready to kind of get started. They had enough of their problems. They're looking for a solution. And some people are just, you know, they need more time. They need to, you know, research more. That's okay. You nurture them until they become fully red. Then you kind of jump on the call. The other thing that auditioning needs to, to kind of do for you is give you the dive to kind of increase the phone calls or decrease the phone calls um, every week. It kind of gives you control over, over your calendar. Hey, if you're free and if you want to get more clients or you need more sales calls for practice or whatever reason it is, that's fine. Don't lift up, get more, you know, booked appointments, not a problem. And if you're kind of burning out, you're tired, you want to go on holiday or whatever else is going on, you want to dial it down to maybe a few um, out of the week instead of 10 to 20s, then fine, you can dial it down. So having that control over your calendar is a, to be honest, it's a blessing. It is. So that's, that's the audition part. Um, once you have the audition part kind of done and sorted, now you're going to turn them into paying clients. Just because you audition them, just because now you see them as a good fit, now it's somebody that you want to work with, that doesn't mean they're ready to pay you money. That doesn't mean they're ready to become a paying client. So now you've got to jump on a phone call or you can sell by chat. It just depends on how much you're charging, what's your, you know, um, favorite way of kind of closing people. You can close people with a webinar. Um, that was a good way before. So far, you know, right now, it's maybe not the best way. You can close them by chat. You can, you know, just have a conversation over chat and turn them into paying clients. And then you can also close them over the phone. Um, so different methods for different people, whatever they're comfortable with. But what you want to do is get ridiculously good at one method. The mistake that most people take in the closing section is that they try to close by chat and they try webinars and they try, you know, phone calls and a bunch of different methods of doing it. You end up becoming jack of all trades and master of none. And when you're jack of all trades in the conversion uh, kind of side, it's not a good thing because the conversion is going to be low, maybe, you know, five or 10% across everything rather than being 60, 70, 80% on one thing. Um, so yeah, when it comes to closing, just decide how you want to do it and then become really, really good at it. Um, so that's for the conversion. Once you do those two things, the conversion is going to be growing as well. So now that we have that track and the convert green, um, your income is good. You know, financially, you're in a really good, happy place. But now we got to make sure that your, your impact is good as well, because most of us, when we become coaches, money is important, of course, but the number one reason we become coaches is because of the impact, you know, how much you can help other people and, and, the, and how happy you get when you see your clients win. Um, so that's where, the, that's where the deliver section 
jumps in. When it comes to delivery, it's very simple. There's a front stage and then there's a back stage. The back stage is how you work with the clients. It's behind the closed doors, what you do with the client to get them results. Now, um, the way you want this to be set up is you're working in a leveraged way with multiple clients, but just because you're working in groups or you're working with multiple clients, that doesn't mean they should get, you know, worse results or, you know, have a crappy experience inside the program. No, they should get the maximum results they could possibly get with the world-class experience while you're working with them in either groups or in leverage way. And the goal of this is for you to have a fixed workload every single week, but the number of clients keeps increasing, which means the more clients that you get, you don't have more work to do. Because if that's the case, there is eventually a number that you're going to hit where you lost your freedom, you're working non-stop 24-7 to just manage all of the clients. You don't want that to happen. Um, so that's for the, for the backend, just to make sure that you're delivering your services, your knowledge in a way that gets some amazing results, amazing services, but at the same time, it doesn't, you know, slave you to the, to the business. So that's the backend. Now the frontend is packaging your offers, you know, what you actually do. Um, when it comes to packaging your offers, there's really two sides that you got to focus on. One side is, um, the offer framework itself like what the actual offer is what are the promises what they you know what they're going to receive how long the program is all of those things um the other side of it is the flow of your presentation of the offer so the way you actually present it to the client the way you actually walk them through the offer and ideally what we want to happen is that by the time you finish telling them what the offer is you no longer have to convince them or sell to them or try to kind of brainwash them into buying your program. No. By the time you finish telling them what it is, they're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed. I mean, how much is it? How do I get started? So it's them trying to push in. It's them trying to join your program. It's them trying to take the first step rather than you trying to find this slick way of trying to, you know, getting them into the program or trying to drag them into the program. It's a completely different energy. It's the, it's the ideal client coming at you saying, okay, how much is it? How does it work? How can I join? And at that point, you just have to not be rude and answer the questions. And as long as they answer the questions, they become a pain client. You no longer have to sell or be salesy, appreciate or needy or anything like that. So that's the deal on the side. You have the back end and the front end. If you take care of those two things, the impact is going to go through the roof. So everything that we've done so far, that track, the convert, the deliver, has all been around making the income that you want to make. So that's you know important, making sure that the bills are paid, um, and of course having the impact that you want to have in the world. You know, having making sure that your clients are there. Can, I, one thing is can I ask you a question? Go. Okay. Of course. So when you were just talking about packaging the offer and mm -hmm. sort of making sure it's flowing in the right uh, direction, so you don't have to convince the person who is uh, listening to your offer. Uh, by the time you get to the end of it and so forth how is that different from what you do in the convert part of the process where you're closing right so where you're closing over here that's your structure of um so when it comes to closing here's what we don't want to do typically what ends up happening in the closing section um people fall into literally two traps the first trap is that they coach these, these are the people that are extremely nice. They want to be as useful as they possibly can. So they take an hour, sometimes even two or three hours, coaching the, uh, coaching the person on the, on the problem. 
by the end of it, usually what ends up happening is that the other person is over the moon. They're excited. They freaking love you for adding so much value to them, helping them. Um, and they just say thank you and they end the call. So, well, you just spent three hours with a potential clients. They're happy. That's great. But, you know, you didn't get any paying clients. And there's only so much of that you can do before you say, you know what, this is getting frustrating. Um, and of course, you know, three hours of coaching is never going to change anybody's life. So they are kind of losing as well because they're never going to get those life transformations that they're looking for. So it's kind of a lose-lose for both the coach and the client. On the other end, people try to not be the coach to kind of, you know, not get burnt, spending three hours with the, with the ideal client and then not getting paid. Um, so they try to be kind of, you know, salesy. They try to sell, sell, sell. They try to promote themselves and promote the program. And it's pushy and needy. And it's, it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good for the coach doing it. And it definitely doesn't feel good for the, for the person that is going through the experience. Um, we don't want to do either of those things. We want to be in the center, right in the middle, where we do two very specific things on the closing section. Mm -hmm. um, first one is we want to understand, hey, can we even help you or not? Like, how can I potentially help you? And sometimes we find out that, hey, we can't really help. So we don't even actually sell them anything. We just say, hey, sorry, just can't really help. Uh, but the goal is to find out if you can help them, how you can help them. And you want them to conclude that there is a gap between where they are and where they want to be without you telling them. Mm -hmm. So just the questions I ask you and the, and the way you're going through the, the structure of the course should help them understand that, hey, I do have a problem. You know what that's exactly where i want to go but here's where where i am right now without you telling them hey you have a problem because when you tell people something especially if they have a problem or they have some issues then their walls are up they're against it but if you help them conclude that they have a problem if you help them conclude that hey maybe maybe i do need some help then you know after that of course they're going to say okay how can i help what, what's the solution what do we do next um so that's that's for the closing and we kind of qualify and make sure they understand that there's a gap by them concluding by themselves rather than us telling them. We help them conclude, we don't tell them. When they ask you, how can you help? Um, what's your offer? How, you know, how does this work? What's the solution to this? That's where package offer kicks in. That's where you go through the flow of, okay, so here's the package, here's how it works, here's how we work with you, you know, the, the entire thing that you go through. Um, so package offer and close kind of work hand to hand. Close is the first section of the call. And then last, you know, where you actually get them turned into paying clients is the package offer section. Um, but that was a good catch. No problem. Yeah. Um, usually people don't ask that. That means you actually been paying attention. That's really good. Awesome. Thank you for taking the time to clarify that. I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Cool. Um, so yeah, so far we talked about attract, convert, and deliver. Those three things, of course, will get you the income and the impact that you want to have. But one thing that you're going to notice at this very stage is that, damn, I'm working way too hard for, you know, everything that I'm getting. I'm just, you know, non-stop 24-7 I'm working. And if I'm not working, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to make any money. The clients are not happy. They're not getting the results they want. So you notice that you're kind of in a prison of your coaching business and you cannot escape because if you do everything that you've done so far goes to waste um and if you keep going you're only going to get worse um that's where the scale comes in. you know scale comes to the rescue when it comes to the scaling there are really two things you gotta do but before i tell you the two things it's really important for you to understand for everybody you know including us to understand that you know scaling is never a tomorrow conversation 
it's always a yesterday and today conversation. So many coaches feel like, hey, you know what? When I'm getting paying clients, that's when I'm going to think about scaling. It's just, you know, too early for me. No, by the time you get, you know, you're getting your paying clients and you need scaling, if that's when you're thinking about it, you're already too late. Um, so it's really important for you to design the systems and structures way in advance so that by the time you need them, you just have a smooth kind of, you know, um, scale up. It's like, it's like building half of the airplane and then taking off and then not having the other half to actually fly and get to your destination. You're going to crash right away. What you want to do is build the entire airplane first and then take off. That way you can actually stay on the, uh, you know, in the air and get to, you know, from A to B wherever you're going. So when it comes to scaling, we've got design model and install automation, two accelerators that you got to focus on. Design model, the easiest way that I can kind of, you know, describe this is a lot of times you design your coaching business and it's set in stone. Meaning if you want to change anything within your coaching business, whether how much you're working, how much you're charging, the way you're working with the clients, the way you're converting, you know, how you're getting your leads, any system changes inside the coaching business, it breaks the entire thing. Because one change affects everything else. And now you've got to change everything else to kind of accommodate the, the first change. Um, that's a business model that is written in stone. And every time you make a change or something happens in your personal life that you need to make a change, well, now you got to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. Kind of sucks because, you know, I don't think too many people would be happy building business for two or three years and then have to start from scratch because now they have a baby. Now they have a family. Now they can't travel anymore or whatever it is. Or they want to start traveling, you know, whatever it changes. So what you want to do is, let's talk, you know, stick to, to airplanes. Um, when the pilots press the buttons or put the switches, it doesn't break the airplane down. It just changes the conditions, right? Which means airplane has got a very dynamic system inside of it that you can change the conditions where it doesn't affect your life or the pilot's life or the, the you know, location that, that they're going to. You want to design the exact same thing. You want to build a business where your income and the results that your clients are getting is not affected by the changes that are happening inside your coaching business. Mm -hmm. Now, when I say it's not affected, that doesn't mean it's not affected at all. I'm, I mean, it's not affected negatively. It can always be affected positively. You make a change, you make more money, you make a change, you get more results, but you never want, you want it to be in a way that you make a change and you make less money. You make a change and now clients are unhappy. Um, so designing a model that is flexible, that allows all of the systems work together and any individual system can change at any given time without affecting the end result. Well, that's a win-win. That's, that's the first thing you gotta do. Once you've done that, um, now you gotta install automation on top of those systems. Um, a lot of times when it comes to attract, convert and deliver, um, there are parts of it that you love doing, but there are also parts of it that you don't enjoy doing as much as you thought you would. Um, the parts that you don't love doing, well, obviously those are the parts that you want to install automations around. And the parts that you love doing, well, you keep doing that because, you know, if you love doing that, why not? Um, so installing automations is not the same for everybody. It doesn't look the same for everybody. We just got to take a look at, okay, out of my entire coaching business, which part do I hate the most? Those are the parts that you automate first. And then you kind of keep moving forward until everything that you're doing inside your coaching business is something that you absolutely freaking, you know, love doing. Um, for example, in my coaching business, the live calls that I'm doing with my clients, we do that twice a week. Um, I would never automate that because I just love hanging with their clients. I love teaching them all the new systems and tools. But when it comes to generating the leads, converting the leads into paying clients, social media content, 
bunch of other stuff that you know needs to happen um it's not that i don't like it it's just that you know posting on instagram my vas can do that you know talking to the leads well my setter and the closer can do that um generating leads well the lead gen specialists can do that or the facebook ads can do that um so the things that you don't love doing definitely automate them first and then you keep doing that until there's nothing left inside your business that you don't love doing um, i love that by the way again as a happiness expert being happy is really important to me and being able to focus on doing what you love it's super important to our happiness so i really appreciate that you are sharing this perspective yay awesome um so that's pretty much all you need for you to have a really successful six multi seven figure eight figure business and one thing that one of our clients noticed um, and we were talking about it two days ago um he was like dude this million dollar culture thing it never ends does it i was like what do you mean i was like well i was red when i got started we turned everything into green um within the first like i think it was six or eight weeks and now i'm making like 30 40,000 and everything is red again like how's how's that even possible i'm like dude there are different levels to the coaching sense you know you're making your first 10,000 then you get to 20 30 40,000 then you know we get to 30,000 for 40,000 things break down things are you know what got you to 30,000 is not going to get you to 100,000 mm. so every new level things are going to turn from a green to a red for the new level that you're on and you just got to you know build new systems build more advanced stuff strategies and put them in place so that it turns into green again. And you turn them into green. Every time you turn this model from a red to a green, um, you add another 10, 20, 30 to your recovery. Yeah, no, and that is an excellent point. Um, that wherever you're at, there's room to grow. And anytime you want to grow, you're going to want to upgrade things um, yeah. at all levels. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, you touched on so many really, really important, um, important things. I, I'm a little bit like, oh my gosh, what to focus on first in terms of follow-up questions and so forth. Um, yeah, um, so as you were giving the plane analogy, one of the thoughts that actually came to my mind is I know that there are coaches who talk about this idea of building the plane as you go and having that be a strategy to use. Um, is there a time when it's helpful to use the build as you go strategy versus um, when it's not? Or do you just subscribe to a different school of thought and you just don't um, um, you know use that perspective of build as you go yeah um, I agree at certain points you want to kind of build as you go the one area that we do that is in the deliver section and in the scale section um, when it comes to the convert um, so I'll actually dive deeper in this one this might be useful when it comes to the delivery section especially package your IP the way you deliver your program the way you structure your program all of those things um, what my clients do is that they structure the outline of the program, like what's module one, module two, how long it's going to be, how long I'm going to work with the clients, and they design 
of the program. Let's say it's a 12-week program. They design the first six sessions. They don't do the sessions. They just design the first six sessions. And then we move on from deliver to you know, other sections until they get their first paying client. The moment you get your first paying client, the program starts. And now that the program has started, you have six weeks into the future that you know exactly what to do because you designed it before. And as you're doing week number one, you're designing week number seven. As you're doing week number two, you're designing week number eight. As you're doing week number three, you're designing week number nine. Um, and this way you kind of working, you know, inside the coaching business, working on the program while you're getting paid. Um, this saves a lot of time upfront. And of course you're building as you go. But I've seen a lot of people trying to do this and they don't build half of the program at least. Mm. And the problem that causes is that, um, number one, you're fighting yourself because deep down, you really know you're not ready to get paying clients because if somebody pays you $2,000 right now, you have nothing to give them. And because you know that, you're gonna do everything in your power to not get that paying client so you don't have to go through that painful experience. So that's the first thing that's going to stop you. The second thing that's going to stop you is that let's say you even do get the first paying client, you've done everything in your power not to get the client, but you know, magically something happened with God's help, you got your first paying client. Um, well, now you're kind of screwed because you don't know what to do for the first session or the second session and third session. Everything else that you're building inside the coaching business, you need to put a pause on it. Everything else in your personal life, you need to put a pause on it and figure out, okay, what do I do? Simply because you didn't build the structure in the beginning. Mm. So going back to the plane thing, should you start flying and kind of build a plane as you're falling down? Um, yes, if you have half of the plane, plane kind of built, if you have the structure of the plane and the only thing that is left is just, you know, build the in engines or put the windows on, fair enough, do that. But if you have nothing and just jumping off, uh, not that you would fail, but, you know, the chances of it is high. And if, even if you don't, you just have an extremely painful experience because you're, you're going to get caught as you're hitting the cliffs. Um, so yeah, I do I do agree with that. Or for example, like installing automations. Again, some more automations you can do at the beginning, some basic ones, but the more advanced stuff, you build it as you level up. Right. But uh, when it comes to conversion, when it comes to designing model, when it comes to packaging the offer, when it comes to auditioning, closing, um, mm -hmm. a system to get leads, all of those things, you want to get that done first. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people don't want to do this because they think it's going to take the, a really long time. It doesn't. It takes 60 days to build all of the systems from scratch. 60 days maximum if you're slow and if you have no experience and if you're starting from scratch, you have no idea what to do next, you just want to coach. Um, a lot of times our clients do it in like, you know, 35 days, 40 days. Um, the record, I believe, is three weeks. Nice. That's cool. And I really like the distinction that you made. And I agree with you. There are certain things that you need to have in place if you're going to even begin the process of trying to attract clients and so forth. Uh, I mean, especially in today's world, for example, like if you don't have already some kind of, um, let's say, a web page set up where you can direct people to be like, hey, you can see all the details of what I'm going to offer and you can click this button on this page to sign up and pay me money. Um, I mean, in today's world, that's like pretty basic now. Like if you don't even yeah. have that, you can't establish the credibility that you need with the people and um you know then you're in trouble <laughs> so yeah, i mean if you can't get paid 
you know, how do you expect the money to get to your bank account? Just, you know, yeah. you have to have the basic things in place. The number one mistake that I see most coaches make is this. Um, they start with the attract first in terms of building systems. And what they end up experiencing is something like this. I can actually draw it like this for you. Let's say on the right hand side, let's say this is a cliff. And on the right mountain, it's you doing all of the right things to attract paying clients. You're posting content on social media, you're charismatic, you know, content rocks, it's amazing, people are loving it, the attention is coming in. You have the right system to turn them, you know, into you know phone calls and everything else. Um, and because you're doing all the all the right things, people are gathering up. Mm. There we go, right here. You're getting ID clients lining up. And this is the, the situation that most people are in. They're like, oh my God, I'm getting so many likes and comments and people are loving it. And I'll have like that many downloads and this many listens and that many views and likes and comments. Amazing. Very quickly, they realize that even though they're getting the attention of so many ideal clients, they're still not getting any paying clients. They're still in the same situation as they were six months ago. The only thing changed is that now they have attention before they do that. But still, you know, bank account doesn't take attention, takes dollars and pounds and euros and whatever else they charge. Um, so building a system is like building a bridge before you get the attention coming in. Mm. So that when the attention comes in, these people can actually jump on this bridge and get to the other side and become a paying client. <laughs> if you don't have the bridge built first, all of the hard work that you're putting in, in the attract, all of the hard work you're putting on social media to attract them, to, to you know, get get their attention, well, yeah. it's going to go down the drain. That's right. So that's why we say you got to build the systems first. Yeah, yeah, no, that's an excellent point. Um, wow, cool. So are there any other major challenges that you want to touch upon right now? Because just so everyone, all of you who are listening to us know, we are going to run out of time now, but we are going to bring Ahmed back <laughs> because we have so much to talk about. So for right now, Ahmed, are there any last words of wisdom that you would love to share? Um, to be honest, I don't think I can say anything useful in 30 seconds that would change anybody's life. But I do love to actually be useful. So um, what we are kind of famous for is the first initial game plan that we do with all of our paying clients at the beginning that shows them exactly what they're going to do in the next 100 days for them to you know add another five to ten thousand to their recurring income to what they're doing right now uh, now it is only for paying clients but i would love to give away five of those game plans to you know the first five people that just send me a message or joins our facebook group and say hey i'm coming from this podcast um, when I see that, I'm like, okay, that's like the first person. It's, you know, I can only do five. I can't, you know, sit on a, on a call all day doing these free calls. Um, so I'm going to limit it to five people just to kind of, you know, save my, myself some sanity. Um, so the first five people that come in, um, I'm happy to either me or one of my specialists to jump on a call with them, most likely me. Um, and we'll, you know, spend 16, 19 minutes together, talk about your business, come up with the actual game plan that you can implement. That would, you know, add another five to 10K to recurring income. Hopefully that would be actually you know life-changing or impactful in their lives um so if they want to do that all they got to do is either send me a message privately say i'm coming from this podcast or just join our facebook group um, and inside the facebook group say i'm coming from that podcast how can i get the game plan um either way we can jump on a call not a problem at all 
Yay. Thank you so much for that, Ovid. I really appreciate your making that generous offer. And we will be sure to add your links, uh, including your including the link to your Facebook groups um, so that people can connect with you. And uh, um, yeah, and the fact that, you know, um, my gosh, that you just took all this time right now with us explaining your overall framework. That was so generous of you also. And I really, really appreciate it. Thank you again. Of course, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking with you so far. And um, hopefully the past, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes that we've been together has been useful for whoever that is listening. Um, and guys, if you have any questions, uh, I love questions. You know, send me messages, either comment under this episode or like wherever it is. Just post, post the questions as soon as I see them. I'll get back to you with a video or audio or something that will kind of you know, solve the problem. Um, we are here to help. So don't be, don't be shy. That's All right.